Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by an ex-girlfriend and a run on my treadmill. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. I got an ex-girlfriend. It's painful to admit, but it's true. Dated this girl in college for a couple years, and like with most relationships, things started out fine, and that's that's the way it is, right? Like you like the person, you get along with them, and then you start dating them, and, and that's it. But there was there was this thing that happened that I've heard from a lot of people in relationships, specifically my friend uh, Chris Brooks. He was dating this person, and realized that the person he was when he was around her was not a great person. And I I heard that from Chris and I like I fundamentally kind of understood it, but I didn't really get it until I started dating this this girl and I think it was like my junior year in college. And initially everything was fine, right? As again, it is with relationships. That's why you start dating the person and you spend time with them. But as time went on, there were things that creeped out that were not so great. As as painful as it is to admit, I, I became really jealous. She she had this ex-boyfriend from uh from when she grew up and he was this like great swimmer at this other university. And I truthfully I always wanted to be a really good swimmer. I was an okay high school swimmer, but I was not a great swimmer, and I certainly wasn't a college level swimmer. So that kind of that kind of, ugh. and she was still, you know, talk to him all the time. Not all the time, but they'd email, and it was just kind of a little bit, a little bit made me weird. And she was weird with money. Like, and I don't mean weird with money as in I ever had to worry about my wallet, right? But weird with money in that she would spend money on things that it was like, look, we're in college, we're broke, we don't have a lot of money. I remember one time she went, she went shopping. And came home and was trying on different clothes and had this top on that was this beautiful, beautiful top. It was it was essentially like a big triangle, but it was um, uh, so again the top of the triangle around her neck, and then came down her. It was it was really different, and it, again it was a beautiful fabric. And I was like, wow, that's really nice. Now mind you, we're like broke twenty two year olds, and she was like, yeah, thanks. I just grabbed it on the way out of the store. I was like well, how much was it? And she was like, I don't know. I didn't even look. So she looked down at the tag and it was $150. And I was like, $150? Are you insane? What are you doing? And this is towards the end of our relationship. Things were already kind of not going great. And I reacted really strongly to it because I was very worried about my financial situation coming to the end of college. I mean, I didn't have a job and I didn't know how I was going to make money or make rent. And and I knew when I graduated, this was it, man. Like I was, I was on my own. I was going for it. And so that was a really scary thing for me. But again, the way I reacted around her, especially towards the end was not great. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't a compassionate, um, loving kind of thing. It was more of a reactionary, upset, offended thing. Because again, the way she dealt with money just really freaked me out. And and I reacted really poorly with it. I was a worse person because of it. And 
it really started to sink in where it's like, wow, when I'm around you, I'm not, I'm not that great. And so of course we broke up and I was like, I can't, can't be around you. And you know, you make me a worse person as, as much as I may like hanging out with you, I, I can't do it. Right. Like, cause I don't like me, even if I liked you, I don't like me when I'm around you. And, and that was it. And I was thinking about this recently because I was on, I was on this treadmill doing this workout and, and I was running really hard. I think I was running like nine miles an hour and I, I try to breathe only through my nose when I'm running. And I know that sounds very odd, but it's really good for you if you ever do it. It increases your uh, oxygen intake and all kinds of other things. It makes you want to scream, by the way, because the only thing you want to do when you're running is breathe through your mouth, take these big gulps of air. And if you're breathing through your nose, it's like breathing through these two little straws. And you also have to contract your face muscles. Like you essentially have to snarl when you're trying to trying to take a deep breath, because if you pull in air really hard, just breathing through your nose, your uh, your nostrils collapse, so you can't breathe. So if you're running fast and you're only breathing through your nose, you have to snarl your face to get your nose to open up so you can breathe. So it was a really intense, it was an intense thing. And I was running fast and I, I was thinking about my, my jujitsu buddies who I train with and thinking about how dearly I miss them. I and mean, they're, they're really... They're really special to me. They're my best friends. And I started thinking about a, a professional fight I did where they were all there and some of my students came. And, and I remember seeing my students there. I have a picture with them that I, that I keep that we took at the, at, the, at the event. And I started thinking about how important my students are to me. And in this moment, for some reason, and I don't know why, the, the significance of these relationships and the significance and impact of the relationships on me as a person became very, very evident because I realized as I'm running here on this treadmill, you know, running fast, breathing through my nose, putting myself through hell, reflecting on, you know, doing professional fights in jujitsu and having these, these students that I try to lead and, and help and improve, it really occurred to me that being around my students, being in the jiu-jitsu uh, format, being in the school or in a tournament, these types of things, when I put myself in these environments, I become a different person. I become a far different person than the person I am just walking around. And it was so shocking to me when it hit me. And again, it... I become this person who is willing to do anything to win. I, I become an absolute monster. And that, that could be motivating students. It could be going the extra mile, having them come in for extra classes, making extra problem sets. I don't care. For me, I will do anything to help my students feel courageous and prepared for these tests. And in jiu-jitsu, when I do professional fights, I become a different person. On the daily you know, experiences... I'm not this, you know, egotistical kind of mean spirit, and I'm not ever really mean, but I'm not really like a killer. I'm just a normal guy. I walk around and have my kids and I have my wife and I, you know, my normal stuff. But man, if you put me in a jujitsu format, if you put me on stage in front of 30,000 people 
and tell me that one of us is going to walk out a victor. I become a person that I'm not normally. And I understood after I broke up with the girl I dated in college that one, it was the right call. She was not right for me. And that two, I had a call to make. I could either put myself in a situation where I was a worse person or I could choose not to and move on with my life. But it wasn't until running on this treadmill recently that I realized I also have the capacity to put myself in a situation surrounded by certain people or certain goals that makes me into the absolute best, most amazing version of myself where I am capable of doing things that I could not I could not bring myself to, to willingly do if it were just me. If I'm just sitting here, I'm not going to turn into that person. And I think once, once people realize this, because I started talking to a couple close friends about it, once people realize that they have the capacity to put themselves into environments and situations that bring out the absolute best, most amazing attributes of themselves, that's when we truly start to become ourselves and we start achieving the things we know and believe we can. And that's when we're at our greatest. You need to find the environments. You need to find the people. You need to find the tasks that make you into somebody you would consider incredible. And in doing so, you may actually end up respecting yourself more. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.